Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Lord, for showing me today how that it is important that we approach you right in prayer as your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, taught us, and why we should do so, why we should honor your name and give praise to your name at the beginning of all of our prayers, for the most part, because you want us to always give you glory, praise, and honor And pray things like I am getting ready to pray right now. Lord, thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. Your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Which I am, as you know, Lord, I'm experiencing all over again from you for some miracles that you have worked over the past few days that I'm basking in right now, which you have always done. And uh, Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you. Since this is our midweek prayer meeting, we're going to pray and emphasize the power of prayer, the peace that comes through prayer the purpose of prayer, for it is one of the most important things that we can do. And Lord, you have shown me today, I did not ask you to show me, but you spoke to my heart earlier the day when we were praying, that you want us to come before your throne of grace in the way your Holy Son Jesus Christ taught us giving you glory, praise, and honor as I am getting ready to do again as I praise you and thank you, Lord, for salvation, spiritual, family, life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. You have truly brought us this far by faith. Because, Lord, you taught us to do that and to pray like that at the beginning of our prayers to give you glory, praise, and honor, and thanks at the beginning as you taught me today in my heart and spoke to my heart because you never wanted to be always a need-based prayer or a desire-based prayer. That the only time we come before you, the only 
thing we begin to say right from the start is, Lord, give me this, and Lord, help me with this, and Lord, deliver me from this, and so forth. You allow us to do that. You want us to do that, but you want us to come before your throne of grace with reverence and respect and honor and praise for you first and foremost, and I thank you for showing that to me today in a very real way. How that prayer is not about us always. It's always about you and what you want done in the earth. And so, Holy Father God, <clears throat> we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. And we individually confess our sins, our failures, and our faults as true believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for showing me uh, very clearly before, right before, and then during the coronavirus plague pandemic, how that there are many people in the church who are just not saved. You changed my prayers. You changed my uh, way of addressing people in the church because of it. You've done a lot of things in my heart that I have not expressed outwardly. But Holy Father God, on this Wednesday night, maybe our last Wednesday night ever, I don't know. But Lord, what a journey it has been. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor. And I begin, I, be, I just look back and I remember what you did and where you brought us from. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for what you have done. But those of us who are born again and saved, please have continued mercy and grace upon us all. And please forgive us of our sins. And Lord, have this prayer meeting not to end when we say the benediction prayer, but to continue on throughout this night and throughout the rest of our lives and help us to continue in prayer and pray without ceasing. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost. Lord, even in my own family, uh, my wife, Marika White, acts saved in church and around other people but not behind the scenes. And it's been that way for over 34 years, and it's nothing but her hard, stubborn pride that keeps her this way. And we have, Lord, no doubt, millions of others who are like that. Maybe they got baptized at the age of 12 like I did. Maybe they sat down in the church somewhere when the preacher said the doors of the church are open. And they took that as their salvation, not understanding that church membership and religion does not save anybody. In fact, the greatest enemies that you have and that we have are religious people. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray for the salvation of the lost in my family and in churches around the world and the irreligious as well, by your grace by the power of your mercy and your Holy Ghost. 
Lord, please do not give these people rest until they come to know you as Savior. And Holy Father God, we also pray on this Wednesday night as we have prayed heavily down through the years that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell. The satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. Lord, out of my wife's life and uh, out of the lives of other people, in our family and beyond, Lord, you know who they are. And give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me. I got it. I got it. Yeah, okay, you can do it better. You can do it better. Be very careful. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would help our technician to uh, handle this little uh, it's not even a problem but um, this little monitor issue that I uh, forgot about earlier and uh, Holy Father God we pray that you would rebuke and bind our enemy, the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Lord, from uh, our family and all other families that name the name of Christ, our ministry here and all other ministries that stand for you, give us, Lord, sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Holy Father God, I do pray that, Lord, you would grant all of us your mind and your heart to pray for those of us who are saved, those who are participating around the world, and uh, especially uh, Daniqua Grace in McKinney, uh, along with others, uh, that is McKinney, Texas. And uh, Holy Father God, thank you so much for what you have done. Thank you so much for what you're doing. And thank you so much for what you have done through Daniqua Grace's life, as well as all of my children. And uh, you have shook up the world through the ministry that they were raised up in. And we give you the glory, praise, and honor. And Holy Father God, we pray, uh, Lord, uh, tonight, that you would indeed uh, save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving. Lord, uh, continue to let your will be done against our will. Lord, I don't know how it would feel, uh, how, I don't know how you feel, having almost the whole world's will against yours, but let your will be done. Glorify your holy name, for we're not even worthy. Lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, by the little bit we do. 
For you can take a little bit and bless it and multiply it a million times over. Lord, lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that others would come to him and be saved tonight. Grant us, Lord, your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to continue to pray over the prayer list, our Wednesday night prayer list tonight. Help others to pray over the Wednesday night prayer list with us on Gospelite House of Prayer. Uh, technician over here. Check and make sure that that's the case. Everything is right on that. Pardon me. You can go to our prayer list if you want to join us at Gospel Light House of Prayer. Uh, you should have a prayer list yourself. When you pray over a prayer list, it's not a dry, cold prayer. Don't think that way. It is the kind of prayer that the devil really hates. As long as it's updated properly. And you're not praying over things that God has already answered. Please expect God to answer your prayers. And once the answers come, you check that off your list. Don't keep praying over stuff that God has already answered. Holy Father God, we pray for over three million souls to come to know you as Savior. If that has not already happened, we pray for the revival of your church. We pray for the healing of Christian families. And we pray for the salvation of lost families. We pray, Lord, for the healing of this wicked nation through salvation and through your holy word and a wicked church. Revive it again, Lord, if it be your will. I, I've never prayed that before, Lord, but you... It seems to me you're doing something in my heart. But all things are possible with you. We pray, Lord, your blessings and guidance for all pastors, true pastors, and true church servants and missionaries. We pray for the salvation, uh, Lord, and leadership and guidance and wisdom for the president and all government ministers who run this country and uh, states and cities and counties and so forth. We pray, Lord, for your Christian people who are being persecuted in Nigeria, in China, in America, and around the world, that you would protect them and provide for them, bless them, and deliver them out of their predicaments and give them your grace for their trying hours and their dying hours. If that be your will, we pray, Lord, that you would protect people from uh, Ebola, Zika, and the coronavirus plague as you see fit. Uh, let your will be done in all of that. We do not want to interfere with your will. We pray for uh, certain ones that we have prayed for in a while. It seems like uh, one or two of the groups are doing better. We do pray still for the Rohingya, Rohingya refugees and all refugees. We pray for the Better Israel People Group to receive the gospel and help they need uh, to get out of their predicaments. 
We thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering the prayers of Asia Bibi, Andrew Brunson, Miriam Ibrahim, Saeed Abedin and his family, and many others. We pray, Lord, for all migrants from South America, the Middle East, Africa, and around the globe, that you will uh, meet their needs. We pray, Holy Father God, that you would bless and anoint and prosper uh, the ministries of Gospelite Society uh, International and Gospelite House of Prayer and all ministries connected to them. We pray that you'll bless and anoint and prosper uh, all of the podcasts that go out around the world. And uh, Lord, use them for your glory, praise, and honor, and help our technician to go ahead and wrap up uh, with my uh, uh, looking over it with him. Uh, the big move, huge move that uh, he's thinking about doing that can really be a help to us according to your will and way uh, as far as the ministry is concerned. But uh, help him not to make a move until we go over it together and see if we can do a dual, a dual situation. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for Pastor Bushibi, who now sends in praise and prayer uh, reports and requests. And we pray, Lord, that and we thank you with him for the souls that have been saved and the people healed and delivered at their church as all of us take uh, 12 uh, people to pray for over the prayer list and that we have before us that we do not pray on top of this long list on each other. Please guide Robert on whether to partner with the Rotary Club Uh, Bongoma, Kenya, please bless Melanie's doctor's appointment and heal Timothy completely. Please bless them with a water well and enable them to register church properties with the government. Deliver them from economic hardships. Bless them with peaceful elections. Bless them with church construction and financial resources for open-air gospel crusades. Bless them as they fast and pray. We pray, Lord, for Maris, for Jason, Michelle, and the families to get saved, restore their relationships with uh, Tekla and Maris, and help them to follow your direction. We pray, Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for Cecil. Please protect them as they travel to a family reunion and bless the Sunday school and worship service. Help them all to return to their homes as new creatures in Christ Jesus. We pray, Lord, for Vicki. Please heal uh, Christy Caution, a nurse who is in heart failure after giving birth to twins. 
We pray, Lord, for Pat. We pray, Lord, for Tammy. Please bless her with the money she needs. We pray for Jensen. Please destroy the works of Satan in his life and give him abundant life. Completely deliver him from all evil spirits and witchcraft. Help him not to feel lonely. Give him healing, health, prosperity, and the Holy Spirit's anointing in his mind, soul, and body, and life. Give him complete healing in his mind and thoughts. Bless him with a good life and house. Protect him from the coronavirus. We pray, Lord, for Jillian. Please give her guidance, direction, purpose. Show her what my calling is. Give her wisdom, confidence, support, and new opportunities regarding lifestyle and all relationships. Protect her from spiritual attacks. Deliver her from unclean spirits and any curses. Help her to be closer connected to you. We pray, Lord, for Vicki, for your perfect will to be done in Brian's life. We pray for Raphael. Please strengthen him. We pray for Alfonso. Please heal him from pain in his left hand left leg and all cervical pain. We pray, Lord, for Nita. Please heal Mrs. Lear, who is in a care home now. We pray, Lord, for Ravi. Please uh, heal his father from low blood pressure, heart disease, and infections. Take away all pain and give him good health. Bless him with the operation he needs. We now pray, Lord, for all of the people who have heard the gospel through this ministry and have gotten saved. And uh, uh, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for them, help them to grow in the faith and to be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for Enio Bang Akpan from Aqua Ibom State, Nigeria. We pray for Atusala from New Zealand. We pray for Shankar from India. We pray, Lord, for Prospera from Togo. We pray, Lord, for Jaki from the Philippines. We pray for Mary Pakal. We pray for Anne from India. We pray for Anthony in Hong Kong. We pray for Nibayam Marius from Istanbul, Turkey. We pray for Marine in Port Spain, Trinidad in Tobago. We pray for Tujal in Fiji. And we pray for Deborah in Rhode Island. We pray for Emmy in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. And we pray for Mohan in India. And we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. And we pray now, Lord, for the people who have 
rededicated their lives to you from the preaching of the whole council of God. We pray for Mabina, Stephen, Michaela, Wayne, Danette, Sylvester, Suleiman, Tammy, Moffat, Joni, Kizzy, Anne, and others. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done. Thank you for the privilege and the mind to do this before the preaching tonight. Uh, Lord, uh, one fears, of course, that it would turn off some of the people who are tapping in and coming in from around the world. I thank you that it normally doesn't. And uh, I pray that you will help them to understand the purpose, the power, uh, and the peace that comes through prayer and help them to understand that even when they do not feel like praying, they need to pray the most. Lord, thank you for your holy word that says, Ask and ye shall receive, seeking ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Thank you for your holy word that says, Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Thank you for your holy word that commands us to pray without ceasing and to continue instant in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the power, the peace, and the purpose of prayer. And Lord, even after this service, help us, Lord, to pray without ceasing, to keep our hearts and minds stayed on you. Keep us, Lord, therefore, in perfect peace. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, please stand for the reading of God's holy word. Uh, turn in your Bibles to Jude chapter 17. As I continue to preach on Wednesday nights, how and why to pray in the Holy Ghost and keep yourselves in the love of God. Part 7, Praying Through the Bible, number 487, have my, Lord have my uh, son, our technician, Daniel Ezekiel White, to see that number, 487. Very, very interesting. Jude 17 through 21. But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that they told you there should be mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. But ye, beloved, 
building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for another magnificent day and a day of recouping and resting as well earlier in the day. And We praise you and we thank you for what you've allowed us to accomplish in preparation for this time. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would grant me and all of us your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, your freedom, your liberty, and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your Holy Word, to teach it, to preach your Holy Gospel, and have people to receive it and to be saved. Glorify your holy name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and this good, brothers and sisters. That's great. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Dr. E.M. Bounds, the doctor of prayer, said what the church needs today is not more machinery or methods or better, not new organizations or more and novel methods, but men who the Holy Spirit can use. Men of prayer, men mighty in prayer, the Holy Spirit does not come on machinery, but on men. He does not anoint plans and methods, but men, men of prayer. And Dr. E.M. Bounds was right then, and he is right now. Beloved, in our last message, we looked at how the mercy of Jesus Christ provides us with the gift of eternal life. Humanity deserves hell. We all deserve hell for the sins that we have committed against God Almighty. The Bible tells us that God is angry with the wicked every day. However, due to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, due to his death, to his death, his resurrection, his burial and resurrection, we can instead have eternal life.
Dr. Matthew Henry said, eternal life is to be looked for only through mercy. Please, no matter how big and bad you become as a Christian, or how great you become as a Christian, always remember that salvation comes only by the grace of God and the mercy of God, no matter who you may think you are. Mercy is our only plea, not our merit of what we have done, or what we have done, or what we have accomplished. Or if merit not our own, but another's, who has merited for us what otherwise we could have laid no claim to. His name is Jesus Christ. Nor have entertained any well-grounded hope of. It is said not only through the mercy of God as our Creator, but through the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ as our Redeemer. All who come to heaven must come thither through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Not by your religious works, no matter how long you have done them, not by your church service, no matter how long and faithful you have been. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Only through Jesus Christ. And so you have to humble yourself down and understand it's only by the mercy of God, the mercy of Jesus Christ. Only by his merit, not yours at all. In no way, shape, form, or fashion, you have to lay aside your pride to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ for your soul's salvation as you trust in Him and as you have faith in Him and Him alone. Not you in Him, not Him and you. Just Him. Not your good works and Him. Not Him and your good works. For your works cannot save you. Your church membership cannot save you. Not him in baptism, not him in church service, not him in giving money to the church. Just him and him alone. He paid your sin debt all by himself. And you must understand that. It's only by his mercy and grace. A believing expectation of eternal life will arm us against the snares of sin. A lively faith of the blessed hope will help us to mortify our cursed, our cursed lusts. For those who are Christians, 
And I want you to understand that. Only by faith in Jesus Christ. Only by faith in Jesus Christ. Even when you do that, it has a humbling impact upon your life. A lively faith of the blessed hope will help us to mortify our cursed lusts. For those who are Christians, your gratitude for the mercy that Jesus Christ has shown you should motivate you to keep yourself in his love by obeying his commandments and rejecting sin. And may I say to you, in times like these, believe it or not, many people run towards sin instead of towards the Savior, towards God, even people in the church. While the church is under severe punishment and chastisement and rebuke and you uh, happy talk pastors and preachers and Christians so-called do not want it to be so all you want to. But that's what's happening. And you cannot stop God. You people who want to believe and make other people believe that everything is peace and safety and wonderful and dandy. Let's just keep on going on in the flesh. You're the same ones running for the exits. Running towards sin, more sin, instead of running towards the Savior. Instead of fearing God and respecting God and downsizing and humbling yourself as you see things get worse, you want to act like everything is like it was before, and it is not. False pastors tell people that. So-called trying to encourage them while we are going through chastisement and rebuking the church. Telling them lies that everything is all right. Everything is not all right. Everything is going to be all right. Everything is not going to be all right. Things are, are worse now than ever before in, in, in American modern history and is getting worse. And that's why you have so many of your people, false pastor, frustrated and angry and confused because they hear one lying message from you and they read the word of God and they see something different and they hear somebody telling them the truth and they see something uh, hear something different and they hear the truth and they're frustrated and they become frustrated with you and everybody else because you're telling them lies and while they are caught between the truth and a lie in their reality as well. Going to the grocery store today is a dose of hard reality. Going to the gas tank in Texas, an all-bearing state, going to the gas tank and realizing that when you pay $20, you're only getting four gallons of gas. 
basically. That's a hard reality. That's not lining up with your happy, uh, go lucky, uh, happy talk foolishness, Pastor. So what you're doing is you cause the people to get frustrated. You cause them to get angry at God and angry at other people that they should not be getting angry with because the other people are telling them the truth. They're mad at that person because they won't tell them the same lies you're telling them. Why? Because the people who are telling them the truth love them and they want them to get ready. And understand things are bad and things are going to get bad. But you're foolishly trying to make them think everything is alright. Everything is going to be alright. While you're sitting on a million dollars in the bank. And they don't have anything in the bank. And so, ladies and gentlemen, because you have been saved from eternal fire, you should also follow Jude's instructions in verse 23. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. For those who are unbelievers, you should throw yourself on the mercy of Jesus Christ so that you enjoy eternal life instead of suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. My dear friend, do you know him as your Savior? Are you born again? Yes, you who's you've been in the church for 40 years, 45 years, 50 years, I would venture to say, if that's the case, more than likely you're not saved and you have never been saved. You're religious, but lost. And to those who have never entered, entered into the church doors, as well, if you are with us tonight and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your first prayer needs to be what we call the sinner's prayer. First, please understand with me that you are a sinner just as I am and that you have broken God's laws. We all have, according to the Bible, which says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have sinned. Even Joel Osteen, the pastor of the largest church in America, has sinned. The Dalai Lama has sinned. Buddha sinned. Muhammad sinned, the Pope has sinned, all bishops have sinned, and all priests and all pastors have sinned. We all have sinned against God. 
For God said we all have sinned and come short of his glory. Secondly, before you pray the prayer of salvation or pray the sinner's prayer for salvation, accept the fact that there is a penalty for sin. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. We die because of sin. That's how bad sin is. That's why God is angry with the wicked every day according to the word of God. And he's only angry because he loves you. And he hates the fact that you have sinned against him which ruins your life. And causes you to go to hell at the end of your life. If you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. God's anger is always coming from the standpoint of love. And you need to understand that you will die because of your sins. Don't let anybody make you believe differently. You do not die because of cancer. You do not die because of uh, a car crash. You don't even die because of the coronavirus plague. You die because of your sins. And God wants you to know, beloved, that if he will allow you in all of your glory depart from this glorious place called earth, this beautiful ball hanging on nothing but God's power, if you do not stop by the cross and believe on his son Jesus Christ, my dear friend, he will allow you to go to hell to spend eternity, to burn in the flames of hell and to be tormented forever and ever. That's the word of God. You don't believe me? Well, believe Jesus Christ. Yes, the same one you go to church for once a year on Christmas or on Easter. The same one that Jesus respects so much I mean, rather, Walmart respects so much, they shut down the whole chain of stores for Christmas, losing billions of dollars. If Walmart will respect Jesus, you ought to respect Jesus. So much that they lose billions of dollars. They shut down at 6 o'clock on Easter, or rather on Christmas Eve. If you don't get there by 6, no Christmas for you as far as presents go, gifts go. And they shut down all day on Christmas Day. They don't do that for Zeus and other myths. They don't do it for Buddha. They don't do it for Hare Krishna. They don't shut down not one day for these other people. But for Jesus, Walmart shuts down. You need to recognize 
That same one. The same Jesus who said, For God so loved the world. The same loving Jesus who healed the sick and raised the dead. Walked on the water. Fed thousands with a box lunch. The same Jesus who went to the tomb of Lazarus and said, Come forth. And Lazarus came forth. Oh, you love those stories, don't you? Well, this is the same Jesus who said these words. Jesus Christ said in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into a life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. That's right, Jesus Christ was the most loving and is the most loving man in the history of the world. But he preached on hell more than anybody else in the world. He preached on hell more than all the prophets. He preached on hell more than all of the apostles. He was a hellfire and brimstone preacher when he was on earth. Why? Because he wants you to believe in him and get saved from that awful place called hell. Be you in church or out of church. You know deep down in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit that you're not saved. That you don't know him as savior. And you're convicted right now. May I lovingly encourage you to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hell is sad, hell is mad, and hell is bad. Hell is bad news, but I have some good news for you. Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He said, the most loving, most wonderful, most magnificent, and most important words in the history of the world, when he said, for God so loved the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He was talking about himself. He gave me up. In other words, Jesus would say. That whosoever, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, believeth in him, should not perish. That means you will not go to hell if you believe in Jesus Christ, even though you deserve to go to hell, and I deserve to go to hell, but have everlasting life in heaven. To be with God and to be with Jesus Christ. You must understand both sides. You will not preach the you will not appreciate rather the good news of Jesus Christ 
dying on the cross for your sins and paying your sin debt if you don't understand that you're on your way to a devil's hell. Just believe in your heart, dear friend, that Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for you so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart to save your soul today. And he will save your soul. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the awful power of sin. Saved from the punishment of sin in that awful place called hell forever. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the power of sin that causes the punishment of sin in hell forever, the torment of sin in your life. Saved to what? Saved to heaven to be with God and Jesus Christ, the angels and the saints. And my dear friend, guess what? God really wants you to be there. He would not have done all of this if he didn't want you there. Because of our sins, because of our evil consciences, rightfully we feel a little sheepish. We know we don't deserve to go to heaven. We know that we don't deserve the precious blood of Christ being shed for us as the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. I understand the feeling. We should feel that way. But we also be thankful. We all should, also should be thankful that Jesus Christ did this for us. God in his mercy and his grace gave up his Son for you and me and just be humble and receive it and be thankful as we march our way up to heaven by his grace. So just be humble and be thankful. You see, because uh, in order to be thankful, you have to be humble. In order to be humble, you have, you, you, uh, you have to be thankful. They go together. Be humble and thankful. To be truly thankful, you got to be humble. So humble down. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Trust in Christ as your Savior. You may not understand it all, but be thankful for it all. And go ahead on and get saved. Lay aside your pride. Those of you who are religious and in church and been in church for all of your life and those of you who have never gone to church, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou, you, shall be saved. Let's pray the sinner's prayer right now, believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. That he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins. 
lay aside your pride and do it tonight. And just be humble and thankful and grateful to God. For some it may be hard. For some it may not be hard. But do it tonight for your own good. For this may very well be your last night on earth. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge and I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight many times. For I have broken your Ten Commandments by lying, by stealing, by lusting and coveting, by disobeying and dishonoring my parents, by dishonoring you, by taking your name in vain, and so many other sins. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered and who bled and who died on the cross for my sins. Who was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, I do believe in you. And I believe in your gospel that you suffered, you bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. By God's power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of all of my sins and help me to change and help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the new life. For it is in your holy name I do pray Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just trusted in Jesus Christ, you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer and meant it from your heart, I declare to you that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, you are now saved from hell and you are on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. Congratulations on believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have done the most important thing in life. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, which the book is based on, I am the door by me if any man 
into in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, dear friend, if you got saved today, please email us at dw3 at gospelightsociety.com. Let us know so that we can rejoice with you and send you some information to help you grow in the faith and be the strong Christian disciple that God wants you to be. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you. Real good is my prayer. If the Lord tarries his coming and we live, I'll see you on tomorrow. Pray for us as we pray for you, and make sure you pray without ceasing. Let's all stand for our closing prayer on this Wednesday night, and make sure you have a great afterglow. We're planning on a great afterglow here. Afterglow is when you have a time of food and fellowship and popcorn and uh, stuff like that, which we have done for over 34 years with our family. And, uh, and we have some of the fondest memories from Wednesday night after service, afterglow service. I got that from Dr. Rodney Queen. He taught me that many years ago. He invited me on a radio broadcast at his church after I preached, uh, and he called it the afterglow. And it's good to have a good afterglow and then a great night of rest and sleep. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this another magnificent day that you have given to us. I praise you and thank you for the season of prayer, not only in this service but throughout the day. Help us to depart from here with the mind to pray without ceasing. Bless and anoint and prosper the afterglow service as well as you did this service. And Lord, we pray that many more will come to know your Savior. As our technician puts up the podcast and the video for the whole world to see and hear on demand. Glorify your holy name. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Throughout the remainder of this week and throughout the remainder of our lives, help us to pray without ceasing. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.